Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Kinetic Life Podcast, sponsored by Kinetic Renew, with benefits like stress and anxiety relief that doesn't knock you out. So get on with your day with Renew in liquid or gel caps. Visit KineticLife.com now and try it. In this episode, the unbearable truth about beer goggles. Hookworms, a common parasite improving your health. And coffee grounds for construction? You better believe it. Plus a few helpful tips and tricks to help you on your journey. And now we begin. Here's Michael Chalaboudis and Dr. Mark Hertzberg. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Kinetic Life Podcast. And it is the final Kinetic Life episode of, of this season. Uh, we will be back shortly with a uh, season two, bigger, better, stronger, faster. With Sli- a secret identity. Uh, maybe a new name. And, uh, you know, we're ending this season because I will be pushing uh, Mark on an ice float out to the sea, as the Inuits do. And we will say a couple kind words as we send him out there. And maybe... (laughs) I can only sleep if I'm really cold. (laughs) We'll we'll bring back a Mark 2.0. For those who don't know, I'm your host, Mike Shalavudis. Excuse me. With Marks, it goes Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark 3, Mark 4. Very continental lineage. And then Mark Twain. <laughs> ah, is he, is, is he the end? Yes, that's actually what his name means when you're counting depth for the uh, paddle boats of the day. Oh. The river boats. How, as you got near the shore, it got this, it was, the depth was Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark 3. I don't know if there was a 4. And then Mark Twain. Ah, look at that. Learned you another... learned something. Yeah. Before we even got started, you learned something new. The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. With benefits like anxiety relief that doesn't knock you out, Renew increases energy, focus, and provides brain support. So get on with your day with Renew in liquid or gel caps. Visit KineticLife.com now and try it. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-Q Life.com now. You know, I hear that we are even funnier if people listening to us are drunk. <laughs> oh, we probably are much more entertaining. Uh, and speaking of, we're going to talk a little about something called beer goggles. Ooh. Now, I actually remember in high school, back back in the day for health class, they brought in goggles to simulate what it'd be like being drunk, and it just made you feel like you uh, couldn't see straight. But then there's the the theory of beer goggles, which is... Yeah, you find maybe less than attractive individuals more attractive when you have a couple of drinks in you. So what did uh, a couple of scientists decide to do? Well, they decided to get some probably government funding uh, and test this theory out. Yes, they did. And they found out, according to them, because I'm going to argue this point, beer goggles don't exist. Liquid courage does. So they started with a bunch of males between 21 and 27. They got half of them drunk on vodka cranberry and the other half drunk on what they said placebo, which I guess was just cranberry juice and water. Nobody used beer? 
<laughs> no, there's, there's something about beer for the beer goggles. Go yeah, on. well, I guess it was just you know, cheaper. Probably get some cheap vodka. Uh, for they, those drinking the vodka, they got to a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.08, which is, I guess, the legal driving limit, uh, a blood alcohol level in the United States. And then they had them look at a bunch of photograph of uh, women and well, some of them men, whatever they preferred. Uh, okay. Uh, look at photographs of individuals, and they had to rate how attractive they were and pick their top four most attractive. And then they asked them if they could interact with one of those top four, would they? Okay. So, a couple things that they found. Number one, they said that uh, they did not... They, to rate them, I love this, they used the Likert scale, uh, so to rate the attractiveness. Now, Likert scale is a general thing for rating things. Whenever you take a test, go, it says like 50 things. On a scale of one to five, how do you feel about this? That's a Likert scale. So, uh, but I think in this case, they were also showing a picture and tell us if you Likert or not. <laughs> but in any case, so they said that people, the guys did not rate people differently, uh, and they didn't pick a different top four, but when asked, are you willing to go up and introduce yourself, make an attempt for one of the top four, almost twice, 1.7 times as many said yes. So they're defining that as liquid courage. Uh, but there are a couple things that I would uh, challenge about this. Number one, we do know that what... Uh, beer does or alcohol does is lower it depresses things including your inhibition center mm -hmm. so number one it wouldn't make you change how you evaluate someone though where people and drunk say the alcohol speaking it's the alcohol keeping them from censoring themselves they're telling you what they think so they would blurt out hey ugly bitch come to me am i allowed to say that on the uh you know uh without censoring it at all it also, it wouldn't make you, they said it wouldn't make them rate them differently, but it didn't say if they would, because they make stupid decisions. If they'd say she's ugly, I'll hate in the morning that I'll have to get away from someone I really don't find attractive in the first place. But what the heck, it's the only game in town. So they asked the wrong questions. Uh, they also didn't get them, I'm going to use another word, shit face. They got them at the legal limit. A lot of bad decisions might come when you're four times the legal limit. Yeah, more 0.12 instead of 0.08. Right, and their increased confidence or liquid courage is also depressing inhibitions. Yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I'm not sure if this is getting into the inappropriate realm, but instead of the Likert scale, it's more of a, a would you be willing to take this person home or not? And if they answer the same sober or drunk, and like really drunk, then okay, it's not, it's liquid courage, not lowering their inhibitions. But if it's very different, then you know that there is some beer goggle effect going on. Right. They also didn't say, because it's like one reason I don't ask someone if I don't, isn't the confidence, it's the, uh, you know, the inhibitions about going and introducing yourself, blah, blah, blah. And those are lower. Whereas, you don't have those inhibitions with the less attractive because, you know, all the stuff that gives you the stage fright from going and asking yeah, don't necessarily exist. But they also, they didn't ask. They said, do you find, let's say someone is 
uh, I don't want to say ugly, so not a one on a scale of 10, but let's say someone's a three or four and you're looking for a six and your top four are eights. So if they said, is this four or four, they'll still rate them a four at the legal limit. But if you said, would you be willing to ask her out? And again, the question is going, no, at the beginning of the night, I would uh, be looking for someone a little better looking. But if I don't find a six or a five, by the end of the night, I'm willing to ask a four or maybe even Mm. a three. (laughs) So they didn't ask. They asked how you rate them. But the beer goggles are about, are you willing? I mean, the joke is in the morning you wake up when you're sober and you're not as good looking anymore. So, yeah, that's true that that may not happen. But the idea is when they're saying that, what they're really saying is, I knew you would look like this. I was willing to last night. Right now I got to deal with the aftermath. (laughs) So they they called it determining the beer goggle effect. But at the end of the day, they were asking the wrong questions or went about it the wrong way. But the most important thing is money is being spent to research this. I'm hooked on what they researched, so I want to know when you have enough alcohol, will you eat the worm at the bottom of the tequila bottle? All of our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. Walt Disney. However difficult life may seem, there is always something you can do and succeed at. Stephen Hawking. People begin to become successful the minute they decide to. Harvey McKay. It always seems impossible until it is done. Nelson Mandela. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. Audrey Hepburn. Success isn't overnight. It's when every day you get a little better than the day before. It all adds up. Dwayne Johnson. It does not matter how slowly you go, as long as you do not stop. Confucius. Mark, would you be willing to consume larvae of a parasite to improve, I don't know, your IBS or diabetes or any sort of other disease? Knowing that it's going to be a parasite living inside you. A hookworm? By any chance? I uh, could be a hookworm. Am I looking at it with beer goggles? Uh, uh, or tequila? I don't think this research uh, brought in the uh, beer goggle effect to this study, but we could talk about that. <laughs> the uh, okay, so uh, the parasite or hookworm you are talking about, and when you get, I don't know if parasite's really the right word, any because a parasite comes in. And sucks the life out of you. A symbiote might be a closer thing. Yes, they did use it's the word. helping and trading. Now, you said IBS, which is irritable, irritable, irritable bowel syndrome. There's also celiac disease. There's some cardiac stuff. But the big thing here was uh, with uh, type 2 diabetes. They're finding they, they had, uh, what was it, 24... In the first study for the diabetes, 24, I think men, but people, yeah, was it men or people in general? Um, they gave a bunch of larvae to something like the, the, the most successful was 20. Yes, 20 to 40 larvae was the range that they provided. Okay, and they said 20 was the best. And 
they gave it to them for two years, and things were so good that at the end of it, they said, would anyone like to continue for a third year? And the only one of the 24 who didn't was because they were having a medical procedure and needed these out. So the people liked it. They also did tests with people between 24 and 40. I think they said 40 people, though they were a little vague. They said half were given the larva, half were given uh, a placebo. uh, Oh, no, no, 20 larva, half were given 40 larva. And then they said in the other group, so I don't know if that meant uh, there were 60 people or that they meant a third, a third and a third, not half, half and another group. But in any case, uh, placebo. And it helped with all kinds of things. And for this test, they were also looking at metabolic uh, diseases. And the key things of what they call metabolic in this case is there's a big over-inflammatory response. And the larvae have anti-inflammatory properties. To help protect themselves because, like you said, it's a a symbiote or a parasite. But symbiotes are a more correct term. Uh, They're going to maintain their own survival as well as the survival of the host because they want to stay around. So reducing all the inflammation keeps that gut, you know, from kind of going haywire and flushing them out or having other issues. So you get reduced inflammation. The hookworm is happy because it's kind of living there doing its thing. And you're happy because your stomach is not just, you don't have the runs, you don't have any digestive issues. And actually for the last study, not only did it help uh, reduce metabolic issues like improving insulin sensitivity, but they actually said it helped rebalance the gut bacteria because without all the inflammation and washout, the uh, current microflora gets to repopulate. Well, yes. The, this specific <clears throat> test was with intestinal hookworms. And mm-hmm. as we said, they try to keep where they live better for them so they improve the gut biome. Uh, and they actually, when we're talking what we should call them, what I'm really saying is in the past, they've been called parasites, but now that we're finding it's more in-depth than that, the relationship, it should be changed to symbiote. And we should have known this because, of course, Futurama, 20 years ago, told us this. Great show. When Fry was the only part, went in a space truck stop, ate a sandwich full of worms, and the worms rebuilt him into being the perfect version of himself. He was a genius. He could play this impossible-to-play instrument incredibly well. His life was perfect. And then he decided that Leela fell in love with the worms, not him. So he got rid of them. So, I mean, look, the early studies is is very interesting. Um, You know, I'm not sure if everyone would be willing to sign up for such a, I guess procedure, uh, however you want to call it. Now, they were saying that these hookworms only multiply outside the body, and as long as you have decent hygiene, um, you know, you can't really transfer them from one person to the next. So, I mean, if like, if I struggled from something as, you know, um, something as, like, celiac, which it could be, you know, debilitating at times and cause some serious issues and reduce... People don't want to go out because of, you know, intestinal issues, um... I mean, look, I think at that point you're willing to try anything. So eating a handful of larvae, if it's not going to, you know, do anything else besides make me feel better, sign me up. And they didn't, they never used the word eat. So they didn't say exactly what the method of getting them there. Then I wonder if it's fecal transplant. <laughs> uh, 
which would you rather have? Eat the hookworm, fecal transplant. I mean, I guess you could probably, if it's larvae, you could the stick best it in, of a, both worlds. in a gel capsule or a sandwich uh, or something, or I don't know. And that's something that, I, you know, if I have the problem and I'm, you know, and this will fix it, I'm all for it. But for the moment, I'm I'm good. But not leeches. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no leeches. We'll discuss that on another episode. wait for success so i went ahead without it jonathan winters talent alone won't make you a success neither will being in the right place at the right time unless you're ready johnny carson success in management requires learning as fast as the world is changing warren bennis when something is important enough you do it even if the odds are not in your favor elon musk Always bear in mind that your own resolution to succeed is more important than any other. Abraham Lincoln. Success isn't about the end result. It's about what you learn along the way. Vera Wang. Success usually comes to those who are too busy looking for it. Henry David Thoreau. Hello, from our coffee break. Ah, you know, Mark, I wonder what they could do with all that extra coffee grinds. You figure every time you use a K-cup, you throw in the extra coffee grinds out. Every time you make a big cup of coffee, it's just a waste. Now, I know you could use it as plant nutrients. My wife has done that before. Mm. But what else? We need a more concrete solution to this Ooh. coffee ground problem, don't we? Well, the group of researchers in, I believe, Australia really wanted to come up with a solid solution, one might say, to uh, helping make... Uh, give coffee a second life, as they called it. Right. Now, they've been using coffee grounds in other things already, uh, but there now what they tried was coffee grounds to strengthen concrete. And they found that they, they basically were taking coffee grounds, and in this particular time it was sand-based concrete because there's also gravel and other forms. And they did these things where they were mixing... Well, 0%, 5, 10, 15, or 20% by volume, not by weight, uh, coffee grounds to concrete. And they uh, heated them, treated them at uh, 350 centigrade, 662 Fahrenheit, or 500, which is 932 Fahrenheit. That's pretty hot. Yeah, just a little bit. And they found, I think the best was 15% at the lower temperature. And... The compressive strength of the concrete, which is when you try to squeeze it, press it, which is what weight does on a, in a building to the concrete lower down supporting it, was just about 30% stronger using the uh, coffee grounds. Over the sand, which is very impressive. I mean, that's you're talking about making taller buildings, you know. Possibly sidewalks and, and areas that could last a little bit longer, at least from, you know. Well, compressive. They didn't talk about yeah. erosion strength, twisting strength, torsional strength, crack, you know, all different types of things that can happen. But the compressive strength is when you build up. So it's not simply, oh, we're using this as filler and it doesn't harm the concrete that much. For at least this one attribute they tested, it improves it. 
Now, they said we make 60 million tons of coffee grounds waste a year. So that's landfill now. So that's really, uh, you could probably, you'll never get it all, but you could probably use a significant amount of it. They did say that if they didn't get their numbers wrong, 40 to 50 billion tons of sand and gravel for concrete are used. So even at 15%, you're only talking replacing 400 million out of 50 billion. So you're not making a dent in the total amount of concrete used. But as you alluded... You're reducing the landfill amount, and you're also making a better product, so... Yeah, especially for a skyscraper, because on the lower floors, the same amount of concrete can hold 30% more. It can take that much more compression, and on the higher floors, you just use less, so there's less weight, so that's two ways you could... It improves the height. I'm surprised, you know, that Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts aren't... Looking into this, they could be selling their coffee grounds to the construction companies because they're making tons and tons of cups every day. I guarantee they have so much grinds. Unless they have a plan already in use for them, guess what? You sell them, and you're making profit both sides of it. Well, thank you for ruining it because I've been sneaking out at night since I read this article, taking all the waste grounds from all these places, and I've been going to corner the market on it. Yeah, you have a big uh, kiln or something like that that you could dry them out to three... Didn't Homer Simpson do that with uh, fat oils from... Oh, yeah. Okay, so we've had one article today that Futurama predicted and one article that The Simpsons predicted. Matt Granick's having a big day. Thank you again for another another and final episode of the season of the Kinetic Live podcast. I uh, really appreciate uh, everyone's kind words, all the uh, the emails, the appreciation. I hope everyone's had fun this season. Uh, we're looking forward to coming back with some exciting new stuff, a new look, maybe a new feel. I don't even know a new mark. Um, but all exciting things ahead. Uh, well, I please. definitely know we plan on coming back with new mics. <laughs> Dun, dun. <laughs> uh, don't hesitate to reach out to us at podcast at kineticlife.com podcast at k-i-n-e-t-i-q life.com even if we change the name we're keeping that email around for a while so please email us uh, if you have any questions concerns, ideas uh, and we look forward to seeing you next season. I'm your host, Mike Shalavudis. And even if they untie us and let us walk away from the podcast station for the interval, the comments will still be responded to. <laughs> this was Mark Hertzberg, the one and only Prince of Markness. On that note, until next time, everyone, take care. Bye-bye. The Kinetic Life Podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. 
Kinetic Renew is a four-ounce shot of all-natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Here's what people are saying. I drink a bottle of Kinetic Renew, and I'm in a better mood. It's like waking up on the right side of the bed. (laughs) It's great. My mental focus is clearly better. I do notice that I have better clarity. Definitely improves my mood for sure. It reduces my stress. Visit KineticLife.com today. Log on now and use promo code POD1 for 30% off. That's 30% off your order when you use promo code POD1. KineticLife.com. K-I-N-E-T-I-Q Life.com. Do it now. You're going to love Kinetic Renew. Thank you for listening to the Kinetic Life Podcast. Catch a new show every other Thursday. You'll find us everywhere you can listen to a podcast. And remember, be safe, have fun, and go for your dreams. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. All comments, jokes, views, and ideas expressed are those of the hosts or guests and do not represent any company or organizations with whom they may be affiliated. Always make sure to consult your own physician before starting any new diet, supplement, or exercise routine. This is the season finale of the Kinetic Life Podcast. We will be back. We love producing these podcasts. When we come back, we're going to have a redesigned show that'll be bigger and better than ever. For the talented Michael Chalavudis and hysterically funny Dr. Mark Hertzberg, I'm Chris Kozak. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Bring your body.